Welcome to the Lynn Sanity Podcast with Caleb Lynn, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network on this lovely Monday evening. Uh, we actually only have the duo today. As a matter of fact, we do not have a third person. Zach Griffith's been with us for a couple weeks. Uh, we've had Devin Voss on recently. Uh, we've had Dylan Hughes on recently, but this time it is just Bryce and I going about football. And uh, Bryce, welcome on to the uh, Lid Sandy podcast. Are you ready to talk some football? Caleb, you know I'm always ready to talk football anywhere, anytime. Well, I don't know if you, I don't know if you should be ready to talk about the Colts, which is exactly who we're talking about first, and the Indianapolis Colts, their first game back at home against the Tennessee Titans in a must-win ball game. Just, let me tell you, let me tell you, there's no they reason came they came out of this game. The Tennessee Titans ran the crap out of the ball. They ran, they they basically just ran it, ran it, and ran it, forty-five to twenty-six. Price driving to eat your lunch. Derrick Henry had 178 yards and three touchdowns. A.J. Brown had (laughs) one touchdown and an onside kick for a touchdown. And, I mean, here's the thing, Rice. I'm just going to let you take the floor with the Colts. Be my guest. Be my guest. 19-point loss, Bryce. What do you you say to that? This is – okay, overreaction Monday. I, I've never seen such an overreaction to this loss. To me? No, just in general. Like, oh, oh, okay, I agree. A lot a of minute. people are overreacting. Wait a, a minute. Yes. The Colts don't have DeForest Buckner. I know. I know. We don't have Ryan Kelly, our center. Exactly. We lost Anthony Costanzo during the game. We right. don't have Bobby Okariki. Yeah. And we don't have Danico Autry. Our, our yeah. two inside guys. So yeah, of course they're going to run the football, and they should have. So this this score isn't shocking to me. Okay, but you I'm, paid Grover Stewart thirty million a year, thirty million for three years yeah, to give you this lousy yeah, performance. Yeah, well, he was playing out of position, Caleb. What do you expect? I expect a guy expect. who's getting paid ten million two days after he gets paid that uh, to play like he's worth the money. Look, look, look! I'm not, I'm not going to put this on him. I'm not going to put that on anyone. No, I'm not going to put the, the loss the on Titans. him. Look, the Titans came out and did exactly what they needed to do. All right. They're in the lead in the division. The division is not over. No, it's not. It is not over. No, it's not. Yeah. Okay. The Colts still have a chance to win a division, and they have a very high chance of making a wild card. Now, they can't they can't hang their heads after this loss, though. They have they have to get they have to pick them up and get back to it. Look, I don't I didn't hate the way Phillip Rivers played. I I our run game was obviously awful. Yeah, that was another guy we're missing. We're missing Jonathan Taylor for the week. Uh, you know, I I don't hate what I got out of out of Philip Rivers. Look, yeah. Tennessee just had her number this game. Derek you got Henry your insurance. Just, you got your your insurance interception, Rice. Hey, Congratulations. No, oh, whatever, whatever. So it was a miscommunication on the route. That was the interception. <laughs> okay, that's all it was. That's all it was. Of course, you would blast him for that, Caleb. <laughs> no, I'm not. It was it was a miscommunication, but it doesn't take away the fact that he, there was interception it and it's on Rivers. And you know what? The game would be a lot closer if if uh, if Sanchez's uh, onside kick wasn't. Uh, 
what wasn't taken to the house by AJ Brown and shout out Rigoberto Sanchez. Now it's in a day. He's got a cancerous tumor. Um, Hope he gets well soon. Gonna have surgery. Hey, props to the Colts training staff though for catching it um, and getting him the help that he needs immediately. But shout out goes to him. All prayers and thoughts go with you. But um, no, I'm not concerned about this loss. Not concerned at all. And, and real quick, I'll I'll uh, you know shout out Sanchez. Sanchez Sanchez is probably one of the best punters in the league. Oh, 100 percent one of the best so, punters in the so, league. You know they're they're gonna they're gonna miss him anyway on the field, and and he's been around the team for a while. So I mean, this is not a guy that's that's new to the block per se. This is a guy that that many are have been you know familiar with. Pat McAfee also. You know, was a guy that was very iconic here, and and Sanchez, they like Sanchez. The fans like Sanchez. I, I hope that he can continue uh, to get healthy, you know, and that he can continue to get through this. And uh, you know, the Colts community, and you know, shout out that training staff. Price is exactly right. They they did a great job figuring that out. And um, yeah, man, uh, 29, 29 point blowout is what. Or sorry, a 19-point blowout is exactly what Bryce wants to talk about today. Because here's the other thing you got to think about: if you're, the, if you're the Titans, you gotta you gotta sit there and think to myself, I just pounded a defense that's elite in the run game. That now I understand that. I had understand. I understand the fact that the Forrest Buckner and Danico Autry weren't there, but you had three touchdowns to Derrick Henry, and the whole defense, the whole Colts defense, should have known the run game was coming. And they they didn't have anything in the past. AJ Brown, sixty nine yards. Bryce, you can't defend that. Come on, that's bad coverage. But this Brock was a ridiculous. got destroyed. He had his bad uh, game. Okay, I mean, and so you got to You got to accept that. You got to move on there. And and this is a team in the Titans that's obviously a playoff contender. Uh, they came out. They showed it once again they beat baltimore they beat the colts there's no reason that they can't continue their momentum and continue to push themselves in the playoff picture <laughs> meanwhile headline baby steelers and ravens not even really i mean <laughs> god bless i don't even know if there's a game i'd be completely honest maybe it's not a game maybe it is a game maybe it is maybe it's not a game I, it's wednesday wednesday i guess is when they're going to play and it feels like it's getting changed every other day so um to be honest with you it's just something we're gonna have to keep an eye on right uh, but let me tell you real quick though bryce this is a ridiculous problem right now you want to talk about the nfl trying to push everything put you know just postpone this game move this game back to week 18 there's no reason to rush this game into next week. That's a legitimate problem. And you know for a fact that this game has mega implications, right? Why wouldn't the NFL sit there and think to myself, wow, I can get some really good cash by playing this game on week 18? (laughs) Explain this to me, Bryce. I don't understand it. I don't get it either. I mean, it keeps getting pushed back, and now you're adjusting the schedule for the next week because Caleb Lynn – Baltimore Ravens were, were scheduled to play on Thursday night of this week. And now they have a game on Wednesday. So obviously yeah. the, uh, the Dallas uh, Baltimore game has been moved. Uh, we're going to see uh, a triple header on Monday night now and uh, featuring uh, the Steelers uh, because now they're, they're playing on Wednesday when yeah. this game should have been played on Thanksgiving. Uh, now, then it was to Sunday, then it was to Tuesday. And now here we are. Got some news right before Monday Night Football that it's going to be play, being played on Wednesday. It, this is a whole debacle. It's an embarrassment for the league. They're so wishy-washy on these games. And they just won't make some of these teams forfeit 
And I just don't understand why. I think there has to be some sort of some sort of uh, uh, discipline for some of these teams that are not going to follow the rules properly. Well, and, and that leads me to another team, Bryce, which I know we didn't really talk about in the headline, but now that we're talking about discipline, I feel like you have to bring them in. And that's the Denver Broncos, Bryce, because Kendall Hinton comes back in at quarterback for Denver because they don't have a quarterback because everybody thinks they're too cool for COVID and too cool for mass. So they decide to not do that. Jeff Driscoll brings it in, locks a potential close contact. They don't have a quarterback. They go with Kendall Hinton, who they can't – they're just running the whole time. I mean, this is a really big problem. Like, you know, the virus is getting real. It it already was real. I'm making that clear. It already was real. But the problem is that you're in a situation, Bryce, where some teams don't really think that it is real. And, you know, it doesn't seem that there is a lot of urgency to do what they can to not get it because you're ruining more than your team. You're ruining everybody else in the league. You're ruining your paycheck. You're ruining all this other jazz. I mean, the punishment should be should be harsh, Bryce. It should be harsh, especially <clears throat> if the if the breakout is because a teammate is not wearing a mask. If it's a situation like um, from and this is all from my understanding, seems like the Colts when they had their breakouts, it's not from an intentional purpose. Um, but Bryce, I know you, you've been on the Colts, you've been riding them. So I know that you have been on the rec. You, you've been talking about it a little bit. I don't believe the Colts outbreaks have been, you know, quote unquote, as obvious to figure out. I just think it was a blue moon thing. Right. So yeah. in those situations that, that you can't control that, but you can control wearing your mask, Bryce, Denver didn't wear their mask embarrassment for the league. The Ravens strength coach should be fired because he didn't wear his mask. You can replace a strength coach in five seconds. It's not like you got to go out there and get some once-in-a-lifetime genius, Bryce. This is a legitimate problem. Figure this out, the National Football League. Roger Goodell has to figure this out. Give him a harsh penalty. I agree. And you know what? This, uh, you know, Vic Fangio has made it very clear that discipline is still on the tail on the table for these quarterbacks. It and I think be. he has every right to do that'd be the, 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 the first thing that he does correctly in Denver. Uh, I fully expect. Wow. This show. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're that's throwing how bad right been. back at Denver. That's, he, that's how he's been. That's how bad he's been. Wow. But, I mean, this right. is, this is bad. I mean, COVID is not something, and that's what people don't understand. You know, no, like not. I, no, they're so, I mean, I, I work, I work in retail Man. People, the people that come in that don't want to wear masks, they don't understand how that f- affects everybody else around them. It's, oh, quit being scared. Uh, it's just about, you just get sick. Like, oh, it is what it is. No, 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 no. You don't understand that. This affects people's wallets. This affects people's livelihood. Yeah, Caleb, is. I am now sitting in my bed. I, I'm I'm waiting to get a test, even though I'm pretty sure she's, I have it. I have to quarantined and in heartbreak, yeah, seeing the I, Philadelphia Eagles lose again. Oh, what, I, whatever, whatever. I, I, what I'm not in heartbreak is is all this college basketball going on. Ah, uh, uh, okay, Can't yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, but, good I mean, point. this is this is a serious thing that the league. Yeah, like, some players in the league are just not taking seriously, and I don't yes. understand why. Yep. You know, I get it. It's an inconvenience, but it's an inconvenience for everyone. Yes. All right. Just be responsible. You guys, the, these athletes are are some of the biggest role models in in the country. 
Yes. Right. And people are going to follow those examples. Be a professional. This is what we're paying you. This is what these these organizations are are paying you to do is be a professional. So just just be smart about it. This is this is embarrassing. It's a debacle. A debacle. The leagues. Uh, the the organizations should be should come down with heavy hands on this. So that's what I got. I think I think that's Bryce's best statement he's ever put out on this podcast. Oh wow! That was a beautiful, terrific statement. Nothing I can disagree with. And this isn't even me trying to joke around. This is just legitimate. You know, he he didn't speak anything wrong. I mean, let's let's put our masks on. Let's let's do what we can. I hope the NFL can find a way to push their season, but do it in the right ways do it in the right ways now let me get back let's get the football yeah uh, everybody so far so good uh bryce say we'll get off colts talk for a little bit and now we're back no t- teams just could be clear bryce we are not going to cover the miami dolphins over new york jets miami dolphins defense was stingy 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 and took out the jets offense the raiders absolutely getting smoked by the falcons the falcons didn't even have julio jones and todd Gurley, but brian hill and shout out ito smith Edo for smith, finally baby. delivering for them and then the green bay packers on sunday night we are not doing a sunday night because aaron Rodgers blew out chicago bears i don't want to go back over what everybody else is going over which is the Bears don't have an offense and the Bears need quarterback play. It's a cliche thing at this point, Bryce. And and I, I weirdly thought Chicago could have made it a game, and I, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> meanwhile, LOL. Yeah, LOL is right. Yeah. Now, meanwhile, I, I want to start off with this game, though, Bryce. I really do. We're going to start off with the Thanksgiving games, and then we're going to go into the later games. And I want to start off talking with you about the Washington football team taking over against the Dallas Cowboys 41 to 16. I mean, this is a type of game price that you got to sit there in the mirror if you're Washington and you got to be pleased because you ran the ball the way you wanted to. You got the passing game going the way you wanted to. And the defense played like you wanted them to. The pass rush of the defense played. You got every unit playing to a level that Rivera expects. And if you're going to sit there and say, you know, this is the potential of the Washington football team, you play this game, right? You play this game. The potential of this game and this team showed of how good they can be and why you and I have been sitting here saying, let's not rule out Washington football team because they have some pop to them that I don't think a lot of teams have in the AFC East. Actually, I don't think any team has in the NFCs in, in because of Andy Dalton's lethargic quarterback play because oh, they, that's wow. what they need. That's what they need, Bryce. They need Dak oh, Prescott wow. if they want to get the pop up. <laughs> look, I look, <clears throat> Washington played a great game. Caleb, I've been calling for it all year long. Antonio Gibson needs to be the lead back. Forget this J.D. McKissick nonsense. Yeah, they didn't give him the ball, man. Right? He had three touches total. Two targets in the passing game, one rush. Peyton Barber got 11 carries, but Antonio Gibson got 20, and he took off. 115 yards, three touchdowns, uh, even caught five balls for 21 yards. Antonio Gibson is their do-all back. They don't need these other guys. They just don't. I think I think Antonio Gibson can be a three-down back. I really do. 
I think he's that dynamic. I think he's that explosive. Yeah, you got. Yeah, you really didn't need Alex Smith to to have this phenomenal game. He did what he had to do, but just give the ball to Antonio Gibson and let him go. And that's what they did. I mean, as far as Dallas goes, I mean, Dallas looked good at the beginning. They look fine, and then just uh, their their offense just stalled. Uh, you got nothing from Ezekiel Elliott, which because you didn't get him the ball. Yeah, I I agree. Only ten carries, had the fumble as well. I mean, you you hate seeing that from a guy that you just paid loads of money to. Um, I mean, this is this is what Dallas is, I guess, the rest of the year. Their 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 defense, you know, after kind of showing up in the in the uh, last week, didn't they couldn't stop they couldn't stop Antonio Gibson. They couldn't stop him. They couldn't stop him from from gashing him for for long touchdown runs. I think he had one of twenty three and one of thirty seven. So I mean, I, no, this is a good game for Washington. Washington's in the hunt for the division. They're in the playoff picture. Believe it or not, at four and yeah. seven, they're in the playoff picture. And you know, here's the thing. You know, you mentioned it well on Washington. I'm not going to say much, but you know, if you again. McLaurin, this, you know, he's proving why he's one of the best wide receivers in the league. Once again, seven for 92 and they're getting it done on defense. You guys, they're getting, I mean, Chase Young had an, uh, the nasty sack and they're getting great pass rush from the D line in general. They're putting pressure on teams. Sweat look good. This is a legitimate football team when they get stuff going. The, the thing that I think you have to keep an eye on, obviously, is quarterback play. And this is a team in Washington that's building for the future. But they're playing with house money right now, and they look good doing it. They look legit while doing it. Now, from the Dallas perspective, here's my problem, Bryce. You got to shut up on Andy Dalton. You got to shut your little look, mouth I up. I think Andy Dalton and you, you, are, you are ridiculous with Andy Dalton. You're ridiculous. You're absolutely ridiculous. Andy Dalton comes into this game giving you exactly what every other quarterback gave you. He comes in with 16 points. What the crap's he doing? Ezekiel Elliott, 10 of 32. Get him the ball, Bryce. Get him the ball. I he agree. He should be in the 20s every game. 20s, 20s every game. Now, here's my other issue, all right? Here's my other issue. All right? The, the problem that I have is you're not even looking to set up the play action, Bryce. You're a team that has an elite-level runner. I mean, I, I don't care. I, he's an elite-level runner. Get him the ball run it to him, play action the crap out of it, and get your receivers open. You have three good receivers, so get him the ball. Get him the ball. That's number one. And and the defense is, I mean, oh, my gosh, it's a nightmare. It's, it's, a, it's a nightmare in the secondary. It's a pure nightmare. They have a lot to work on there. And here's my other problem. You know, I think the D-line, I mean, I like Demarcus Lawrence. I like Alden Smith. I think those are good players, right? Jalen Smith, good player. Van Der Esch, good player. But the question that they're going to have to face is that some of these guys are getting paid, paid a lot of money. And Dallas has committed a lot of money to these guys, respectively so. But the problem here, Bryce, is your defense isn't good enough to where that they are, you know, the amount of money they're getting will hurt everything else. You know, and, and that's going to be the question that I have for them is how are you going to fix this defense by the end of the season? Because I, is it fair to say, Bryce, that you, do you think that they have a chance at the playoffs? <sighs> the thing about that division is they're not out of it yet. But as they're looking right now, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And that's the, that's the thing. I know what you mean, Bryce, but it's tough to say that they are going to make it right now. Ah, yep. And, and, and here's the thing, you know, 
speaking of the other Thanksgiving game, right? You know, in Detroit, you know, obviously the last game of Matt Patricia, which, uh, you know, I will put him in the proper burial and get the sack, comes out losing 25. They only scored 25 points. Houston scores 41. They light him up. And I mean, this is this. I mean, I mean, I don't even know if it's worth talking about the Detroit Lions. I mean, shout out Adrian. I'll say this. I'll say that shout out to Adrian Peterson for donating the amount of money he did and helping out the community, despite him only being there for a year. I mean, I'll give him that. That's bravo. That's beautiful. That's what he does. He's all a fame player. He's all a fame person. Now with the Detroit Lions, this is a basic as basic can get in the passing game. You have no, but you need Kenny Galladay. You need him so bad. You're targeting Marvin Jones 12 times a game. You're giving Cephas, it's Cephas looks, Bryce. You're giving Marvin Hall four looks a game. You're giving this team, carry on Johnson. I mean, come my God, it, 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 this is not what you want if you're Detroit. And Houston did exactly what they wanted to do. Get the ball to Sean Watson, clear the crap out. Fuller's at, Fuller had a good game. Cooks had a good game. The defense played a great game. I'll tell you another stat to look at today. Tyrell Adams, 17 tackles and 14 solo in this game. You want to talk about an animal. That's exactly what that guy was. J.J. Watt was pretty J.J. Watt with the pick. You got Cunningham. Reed, that's legit. This this looked like what the tech everybody expected of Houston, except they didn't have David Johnson, who everybody knows would only make their offense better, Bryce. Yep. Yep. I mean, here's the here's the problem with Houston, though. <laughs> uh, oh, look, Carson Wentz hit a touchdown. Looky there. Looky there, Caleb Wynn. But I love it. All right. So <clears throat> Will Fuller, my man. 171 yards, two touchdowns. It's almost like he was, it was almost like he had a little extra pep in his step, Caleb. He went back to college, I guess. Well, I, I, I don't know. I think he might have saw that uh, through, uh, through maybe some uh, medicinal ways, Caleb. Oh, maybe some medicinal oh, ways there, Mr. Him. Will Fuller. You, Mr. You Will Fuller. Him, Bryce. Oh, just suspended six games, which is going to be the rest of the season for performance-enhancing drugs. Blames it on a doctor for giving him something uh, that is that is against NFL rules, but Will Fuller is going to be out for those six games. Uh, so what does Houston do from here? I mean, Deshaun Watson had four touchdowns. Half of them went to Will Fuller. Watson played a phenomenal game, by the way. Just just a flawless game. Uh, but now, <laughs> now you're down to, to Cooks and Kiki Kuti. They just cut. They just cut. You're not uh, a Kuti guy, Bryce. You're not a Kuti guy, Bryce. Uh, not really. Not really. So, I mean, you thought Houston was one, was even more one-dimensional? Yeah, that just got narrower. Uh, they're gonna, uh, teams are going to blanket Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is never going to be able to catch a ball the rest of the season. It's going to be incredible. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, hey, hey, good for Houston. They got a big win on Thanksgiving. Uh, they buried Matt Patricia, so thanks for, doing, uh, thanks for doing us a favor there. Appreciate that. Um, I mean, what do you do for the Lions? I mean, you feel you feel like you kind of have some young guys, some young pieces. I think it's time to move off Matthew Stafford. I, I you got to let that boy go some go compete somewhere. I My do. goodness, I mean, I look. I respect the heck out of him. I think he's still got immense talent. Um, it's just, I think it's time to move on. I think it's yep. time to move on. Most yep. definitely, I agree. Um, but. 
Ah, good game from Houston, though. I'm glad for Romeo Cornell, the uh, the future coach of the Houston Texans, as reports are are coming in about that. Um, you know, and he, uh, Caleb, Houston's kind of missing somebody on defense too. They're missing Bradley Roby, their top corner, for That's six games. Deal. Yeah, uh, another performance enhancing drug uh, violation. Bradley Roby gone for the season as well. So now you're two of your best players on your roster are now gone for the rest of the season. So I don't know what Houston's going to do. Uh, all I know is my Colts are playing them. My Colts still got to play them twice. Caleb Lynn. I, I hate it's making it easy. Here's my, here's my thing with Houston. Okay. Here's my thing. So obviously, you know, Fuller and Roby are, are out of the place and that's a big, those are two big pieces, right? But you got to find ways to get cooks in a double digit target range this week. I mean, fantasy owners should probably consider playing him, Bryce. I don't think you and I would disagree on that. He's going to get the targets. Yeah. He's going to get the opportunity. And if they're going to have David Johnson sit out for a little bit longer, then obviously um, there's going to be even more opportunity for Brandon Cooks. And I think Duke Johnson uh, could look pretty good. He had a very nice passing touchdown uh, from Watts, and that was a beautiful catch. I don't know if you saw that, Bryce, but that mm-hmm. was beautifully mm-hmm. well done. So they're, they're going to be a, a really interesting team to follow. Um, because I'll tell you, they're, they're thin on wide receivers. There aren't a lot left, um, you know, and Detroit did exactly what Detroit did. Matt Stafford, good quarterback. He's going to need to get out to prove it. And this is a team in Detroit that has problems, the big problems on defense, and they have they have problems in terms of, you know, making a balanced roster offensively and defensively. And it showed. It showed on Thanksgiving. Yep. Now, as we move on from the Thanksgiving games, we did mention earlier the Ravens and Steelers were going to play on Thanksgiving. That's not happening anymore. And the next game that we're going to get, Bryce, is the Buffalo Bills against the Los Angeles Chargers. 27 Buffalo to 17 Chargers. Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen, 157 yards and a touchdown. Bryce, you better shut your mouth there. The Bills come out in a play. They want it. They get good defense. I mean, the defense is what won it for him. I mean, I'm not even – I'm not going to sit here and say Josh won it for him. The defense won it for him. Uh, miraculous. Josh was uh, trash. But, but I'll tell you nah, – okay. Oh, look, another fumble. Um, another fumble I, on, uh, yeah, nah, whatever. Interesting. Whatever. The, char- the, charger- the Chargers lost the game. And, Bryce, you have to always hate on Josh Allen more than anybody I know. Yeah, I will hate on Josh Allen for good reason. Uh, I mean, look, he had two turnovers during the no game. Good they didn't. They didn't win because of Josh Allen. I never said that. They didn't win because of Josh Allen. I never what said that. Defense? I said they won because. Oh, of the but defense. you know, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, again, not impressed by Buffalo. You beat a. You beat a. You beat a. A two and seven team. That's or sorry, a three and seven team. Congratulations, you beat up on another bad team. Congrats. Happy for you. Good to see Austin Eckler back out on the field, though. Finally get Eckler off IR. Uh, I think they've they've really been missing him. You didn't get what you wanted out of him, but I mean Buffalo's got a tough D, tough D. So I mean, I not shocking. Um, I mean Eckler did it really did it all. No, in the I'm not, I'm game. Not, you're being ridiculous right now. You are Why sitting here ridiculous? telling me you're just sitting here bashing the bill. You you can't even give the Bills any credit. You they, they got a good it. defense. Uh, <laughs> they got a good defense. Josh, I still don't trust Josh Allen. I don't trust him. 
<laughs> Even though Josh Allen's, Josh Allen's one of the more talented, whatever, <laughs> whatever. He's a very good quarterback, and you're being ridiculous on him. Josh Allen or Phillip Rivers? Oh, come on. That's not fair. Josh Allen and Phillip Rivers. Put it on the record. Oh, come on. Take it. Well, they both turn the ball over a lot. Oh, well, don't even do they it. Bo- oh, they, both, oh. they both turn the ball over a lot. Don't do it. Don't do it. Take him. Take him. Josh I don't Allen. Know. I don't know. They look equal to me right now. Oh, my gosh. Well, you, can't I, even... I, you know what? I'll probably take Josh Allen just they because, would take, just yes, because would. He, can, he can run. Yes. Just because he can run. Hey, I still think Devin Singletary is a bum, by the way. Any I mean he had a good game. Hey, I don't know how you're calling Uh, I don't wanna I don't wanna hear it. I don't wanna hear it. He's not a bum. bum. Herbert Herbert came in through you, you know, three hundred sixteen yards and a touchdown and you know Keenan Allen. I mean, I wouldn't say it was the most pretty of games, though. I mean, you you were thirty-one of fifty-two. Your QBR was not that good, and you you really struggled to get anything in the ground game. I mean, this was a very good defensive performance by the Bills, which a lot of people have been sitting here wondering, you know, what is this team going to look like moving forward? On you know, in terms of defense, they haven't been the same. I think they answered that question for us this week, Bryce. This was a very improved defense. And I definitely believe that if the Bills continue to play like this, they're going to be a tough out, especially at home. I could see them potentially winning a playoff game. And that's going to be a good sign for the Bills because I think Buffalo at the end of the day is a team that could finish out really, really well. They're a strong, strong finishing team. Josh Allen, really good. There's good talent here and no reason that uh, the Buffalo Bills can't continue to, to push through uh, you know, with a, a nice stretch this season. And, uh, you know, that way we can all shut up on uh, what Bryce has been saying about the Bills lately. Meanwhile, we'll wait and see. We'll wait and the, see. Meanwhile, the Giants came in. They played Cincinnati. And the Giants, you know, take out Joe Burrow's Bengals. Joe Burrow not able to play. You basically had a backup quarterback. And the New York Giants came out and said, you know what, we'll throw a party with, with Wayne Gallman. Rice and Evan Ingram, Rice, who went for six and one twenty-nine. The Giants, the Giants, a team that you and I have been sitting here saying their defense is really good, and you know they played against you know Allen. All right, they did not. I mean, let's look at it. Brandon Allen, twenty-eight years old, out of Arkansas. It's his fourth Uh, game, fourth game ever. I mean, come on. What do you expect? Yeah, what do you expect? So I guess I mean no run game either. What's your takeaway here? What's your takeaway? Well, I mean, Cincinnati, I mean, they just had no offense. I mean, they, they got nothing out of the run game. Now, now that's props to the Giants defense. The Giants have a great defense. Well, sorry, not great defense, a good defense uh, that can hold up against. No, I don't think, I don't think that's bad of you to say that though, about the Giants yeah, defense. I, yeah. I, I think they're I like, solid. I, like that I really do. I, like I, that. I, I think they're good. Um, I mean, Brandon Allen was technically their third string quarterback. No I mean, they decided to not to go with Ryan Finley and for good reason. Um, but I mean, I I, the, I don't think this game should have been closer than it was. I think the Giants should have been better. Now, granted, they lose Daniel Jones to the to the hamstring injury, and it sounds like he might miss some time. And you go to Colt McCoy, who has never been a phenomenal quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, that's bad. I mean, that's he just bad. hasn't. And that's why there was such a heavy dose of Wayne Gallman. Wayne, Wayne Gallman can play. He can run the ball. I I I truly believe that. I I think. You know, they, they try to do the Deion Lewis with, with the Devontae Freeman, the Alfred Morris, but Wayne Gallman has really separated himself. 
the past couple Dorman's weeks. Talented. Wayne Gorman's talented. He's been talented. good. He's been good. And Evan Ingram finally decided to show up and showed up against me in fantasy for the first time ever, which sucks. It's he's just, good. He's a good that's player. That's my luck this he's year He's a good fantasy. player, right? Yeah, he's up. a good player, but he hasn't. Th- this is his best game by far all season long. I think he could do this on a weekly basis. I really do. I think Evan uh, Ingram is extremely talented. Oh, here we go again. Always complaining. Always complaining, Grace. You're uh, complaining all the time, Grace. Whatever, all the man. time. Whatever. But I've never I, seen I think, anybody complain like you ever. Look, the Giants are in first place in the <laughs> NFC East now, following the Eagles' loss to Seattle uh, just a couple minutes ago. But this division, again, it's been wide open all season. All right. But I think it's even more wide open because the Giants are really going to miss Daniel having Daniel Jones. Like Colt McCoy yeah. is not Daniel Jones. Like and not and not saying like Daniel Jones is a phenomenal quarterback because by no right. stretch of the imagination is he right. Yeah. Uh, but I, I this might be Washington's division to lose at this point. They have the most. See, well, sorry, they have one of the most seasoned quarterbacks playing for them right now. I think Alex Smith and Andy Dalton are the are the two most veteran quarterbacks at the moment wow. uh, that that can run it. Or I, I mean, you could put Carson Wentz in there as well, but I mean, he's missed so much time with injury. You look at how many games he's played. I wouldn't say he's, you know, veteran of the league. He's been around, but just hasn't played. I mean, I think this this is uh, the division is is going to be interesting down the stretch here. It is. I, it is. I, I th- Losing Daniel Jones is big for the Giants, though. Do you worry about the offensive line for the Giants? Do you worry about the offensive line? Do you worry about Surely. the fact that they're not going to be able to protect these quarterbacks? Because they do have a defense that you've got to like, but they, they don't have a... Well, and, yeah, and that's the thing about this whole yeah. division is, like, it seems like none of them have a have an offensive line, like a a no. really good offensive line. We We know the Giants are struggling. Sure. Right. Washington's is okay, not great. Sure. Uh Phillies is falling apart at the seams. They use their tenth combination of offensive lineups, offensive line lineups uh tonight. Their tenth one of the season. Right. And then you have uh the other the other team escapes me at the moment. Um uh Dallas's was good. Not so much anymore. So, yeah. I mean, offensive lines are just a big problem for this division. Yeah. No, it is. And I think the Giants are in big trouble on the O-line because I don't believe in their their guys when they need to be good, Bryce. That's the only issue that I have with this team because you, you know I've been riding high on this defense for a while. Yeah, um, I, I've been very much on the train for their defense, and I don't really see how that changes. But I will say that the offense has their problems, and I do believe that that could cost them. But again, I mean, I understand this is against Cincinnati, Bryce. I, I do. But this is a team, you know how I said about Chicago, that if Chicago is going to be good this year, their offense would need to score like 20 plus points a game consistently yep. week in, week out. And then the defense would do the rest and they haven't been able to do that. The yep. giants need to do that for the rest of the season. They have a good enough defense to do that. They have a good so. enough defense. They have a good enough defense. Jabril peppers, good enough defensive back. Dexter Lawrence, Leonard Williams, great defensive Bradbury. lineman. Bradbury, Bradbury really good. very good piece. This is a good defense. When they get their guys healthy, I don't see any reason why the Giants 
can't continue to be that brick wall they want to be on defense. I, I mm-hmm. It's just me. That's just me, though. I, I get the logic uh, on the other side of that, though. Meanwhile, uh, the next game that we're looking into is a, a, a game, Bryce, that I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of of talk on it because you know there, there was a lot to you know what 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 do you expect uh how do you expect this game to come out scheme wise matchup wise yada 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 arizona and new england and somehow the new england patriots won that game and i'm gonna tell you right now if there's a way for me to take out a w from a team that would be the new england patriots Bryce, watch that yeah. game watch that game on the side of my screen i would take away the w for the patriots if i could no way, shape, or form did they deserve to win that football game. No way. Absolutely no way. They didn't have a great they this was a team that had no offense to save their life. They had no offense, which is a problem for them this entire season. No running game, which is the entire strength of that team, which you and I have mentioned before. They're gonna have to ground and pound and beat teams. And they, their best receiver was 52 yards. They only had 84 yards in the passing game. I mean, Brian, so are you where are you on the Patriots? Because they didn't take themselves out of playoff contention now. I mean, do I think that they will make the playoffs? I do not. But they did not take themselves out of playoff contention because they were able to beat a team who many like. Zach Griffith at one point in the beginning of the season thought Kyler Murray was an MVP candidate. He said this on the show. So my question to you is, how big of a deal is it that the Arizona Cardinals lost to the Patriots? I think this is a huge deal. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, we just saw Seattle grab another win. Uh, they are they are now in first place in the division. I mean, the, we I feel like we talk about who's in first of that division like every week. Every like week. that's how much it fluctuates. It right? changes every week. And th- this is week. and this is not a game that the Arizona Cardinals should have dropped. Now, here's what I will say, Caleb. Yeah. Kyler Murray is hurt, and they will not tell us how bad he is hurt. No, they won't tell you. No, they, they won't, won't tell, tell us. You. We it's know the National is, Football League. Yeah, we we know he is he is rehabbing. Right. There have been reports of him rehabbing on the side. I I don't. I, why do you continuously put him out there? Why do I mean, you, listen I don't know. listen to these stats, Caleb. Twenty three of thirty four for one hundred and seventy yards. So that's ridiculous. So what that tells me, what that tells me is that he cannot air out the football. He cannot air off the football because because ah, you're dinking on, and dunking. Come on. Not with that shoulder. He oh, he is dinking okay, and okay, dunking. Okay, with the shoulder. With the, the shoulder. The okay, longest okay. pass play, the longest pass play that he had in this game, was 19 yards. <laughs> 19, 19 yards. 19 yards. And and you know what? And you see a dip in DeAndre Hopkins' numbers. He only had seven targets. He caught five balls for 55 yards. Something is wrong with Kyler Murray. I don't know. I don't know if this is going to affect him the rest of the season, or if this is only going to be a couple weeks. But I mean, what what you also see is Kenyon Drake's rush numbers go up. He ran the ball twenty two times. Yeah, we haven't seen that. We don't right. see Kenyon Drake get get a large load. It's Kyler Murray. Go do your yeah. thing. Exactly. And and exactly. I mean, and the Patriots, you get an atrocious performance from Cam Newton, nine exactly. of eighteen with two picks. Right. Yeah, no way in heck should they have won this game. But no, you know, you, you you get down to the goal line, you give it to James White. James White punches it in, and you you get you get uh, Caleb, your boy, Isaiah Simmons, blew the game. I know, Gosh, dang. blew the game. A dumb rookie move, just just absolutely drilling Cam Newton with a helmet. 
I know. I know. Just I drilling him, going I was out of bounds. 15-yard penalty, and that's your ball game right there. Nick Folk's going to put it through. No problem. Okay. So this is not a game that Arizona should have dropped. This really puts them in danger of not making the playoffs at 6-5. and five. Still right. a lot of football left to play. But right now, they're behind the Rams, and they're behind Seattle. So Right, yeah. Uh, and they're only up a couple games than everybody else, Bryce. They're, they're on a uh, – right. you know, it's possible Minnesota uh, could jump in, yeah, which Minnesota I have said multiple, multiple times to you yeah, that I think yeah. the Minnesota Vikings are sizzling. Well, they're figuring out their it. identity. Let's and and here's it. the thing. I mean, I'll, I'll real quick go into this, this New England game because I, I do think for the Cardinals, this should be panic, 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 panic. I'm not – I, I think this is a problem. I think you got to get something from them. Uh, this is a team that, you know, Kyler Murray is is looking, uh, you know, he needs to be better, right? He needs to be better. Uh, 170 yards and a pick is not good enough. Drake, I am encouraged by Drake. Uh, I think yeah, you mentioned time. that. I am. I yeah, am encouraged by that. But at the same time, like, <sighs> this is a team that they're going to need to get something figured out. I do think your Kyler Murray injury point is valid. Kingsbury as a coach needs to find a way to win these games because you're the better team. You're the better team. So get the win, find a way to get these games. That shows you if you're a real playoff team, Bryce. And I think that's a a telling game of where the Cardinals are at directionally as a franchise, Uh, because it's not saying that this team is not talented, but they're going to need to get big wins and start winning them on the road. If you're going to put them in that top of the top conversation, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And and meanwhile, we'll, we'll get to the next game because you we just mentioned them, and I love talking about them, Bryce. You know I do. They're sizzling hot. The Minnesota Vikings taking on the Carolina Panthers, and Joey Sly ultimately could have changed the route of this game, Bryce. He had was, a field goal. It was slightly off. It was. It was. I mean, <laughs> if you want to call it slightly, I mean, it was way off. And Sly just could not missed it big time. He's one of the only guys in the league you may trust with that big boot, Bryce. And here's the thing, like, the Vikings, again, you know, even when Cook was out for a little bit as they tried to figure out his injury. I've been telling you this for a while, and I want to reiterate it again because I do not think it's being talked about. The Minnesota Vikings have found their identity. I want to I want to repeat this again. This is a team that knows that their best player is the running back. They know that their their best production comes from the running back. The wide receivers, even though Thielen was out, they still got great production from Jefferson, from Beebe, from Kyle Rudolph. Like they had insane production from everybody. Everybody replaced Thielen today or, or Sunday. Pardon. This is a team in Minnesota that you know is going to come out with that same firepower. And I think that's a good sign for them moving forward. Like, would it shock me if they make the playoffs in the seventh seed? Heavens no, it wouldn't, Bryce. No, I could totally agree. I mean, Minnesota, like you said, I mean, they've been the hottest team in the league. We, Caleb, we were going, we were talking about Mike Zimmer as being a, a very strong get-the-sack candidate this year. Very to strong. Playing, basically playing, getting his team sure. ready and playing him back sure. into contention. Yeah, exactly. And Caleb, Caleb, we got to show love to Kirk Cousins, baby. Yeah, yeah. We got to show love to Kirk Cousins. 307 yards and three tutties? Come on, Caleb. We got to show some love to old Kirk Cousins, Captain Kirk, getting it done uh, through the air. Dalvin Cook goes he played, down. He, he played good this week. 
Um, but I'm, I, one, I, I mean, but shout out Zach Griffith, who was on the last two weeks. You, give me a break if you're going to sit there and shout it and sit there and rely on this. You can't rely well. on it. He's you can't rely on well. it. That's all. Hey, when I'm, all I'm saying is if you're throwing to Justin Jefferson, you got a pretty good chance. Justin Jefferson is going to be a stud in this league. Stefan who, Caleb? Stefan who? Uh, Stefan who? Oh, come on, Bryce. Feeling come out, on. Feeling out, Stefan who? Oh, come on, Bryce. Come on. Yeah, baby. Justin Jefferson. That's my guy come right on, there. Bryce. Come hey, on. Uh, real quick, though, for the Panthers, Jeremy Chin, Indiana's finest. Two back to back fumble recoveries for touchdowns. I wanted to ask you about the Panthers, though, Bryce, in all seriousness, because right. you and I have firmly believed this is one of the more talented teams in the league, but their wins don't show it. Yeah. And so what do you do? I think this is a game you have to win if you're the Panthers. And they do win it if you have CMC there. But Matt Rule decided not to to uh, load manage him. And you give him back. crap for that. You give oh, him I am. crap. For I that. am. I am. Yeah, you I, I guarantee they win this game if CMC plays. You hated that move. In when fact, did I think they have two or three more wins if CMC plays. Wow. So you're talking, you're talking what six and six, Bryce? Yeah, they're. I, I think you know they borderline could could give the Tampa Bay Bucks a run for their money. The way they've been wow. playing. Wow. In that division, I, I think I think the I think the Saints are too good. I th- um, I just I think they're too good. I, I but I I truly think they could be the second best team in the division uh, if everybody was healthy. I wanna, and here's the other thing with Minnesota, and we need to wrap it up with Minnesota at least. How if you had to put a percentage right now, Bryce, mm-hmm. on the Cardinals slipping out in a team like Minnesota sliding in? I mean, call me crazy, but is the percentage higher than you think? I think it is, depending on what Kyler Murray's injury is. Uh, if, but you're if not going to know that. But we don't know you're, that. We're you're, not going to right. know. You're, but but what I'm saying is, if if that injury is going to be long term and it's going to affect him all season, I could see Minnesota slipping in very easily. I mean, I mean, I I'm going to be honest. Like the percentage, I'm putting it at probably in the 40s. I think they are good enough. If they're healthy, I want to be clear. If they are healthy, obviously health is the biggest factor in this on both sides of the spectrum. Whether you think the Cardinals are going to be able to figure it out, which I do, let me be clear. I think they can. But if they don't, like Bryce mentioned, Minnesota is sneaking into the conversation. You're not going to bet on the Bears. Bryce, we're going to talk about another team that came out with an upset who could possibly make that push who I think you might be higher on than I am, but I like them a lot, okay? Detroit's not making that push, and you know that Washington, Philly, are all, and, and Dallas are in it for the division, and that's it, right? So this is a an interesting little playoff race where I think you know or have a decent idea of the teams that are going to be around it, but the seedings are going to change week by week, and I think that's what you mean by – the NFC West changing as much mm-hmm. as it has. I think that's a good point. And, you know, this was a fun game, I think, to watch, to follow, because I think both of these teams, you and I, have both liked, both dig, you know, dug pretty deep on. Right. The next game I want to look into, though, is the Cleveland Browns and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm going to be honest with you, Bryce. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to lay it out for you. <sighs> I'm going to pound it on the table for you. The Cleveland Browns have one of the best offensive lines in the league, and they are going to be really, 
really good in the postseason if they played like they did the last two weeks. This is a legitimate team. Baker Mayfield is playing smart football. He's done everything I've asked him to do, Bryce. Everything I've asked him to do. I criticized him for a couple things. I criticized him for decision-making. I criticized him because I thought he was too much about the media. Baker Mayfield has committed to the success of the Browns. And look what it's done. Win, win, and win. And for the for the Browns case, I think, Bryce, I'd, I'd like to hear your thoughts. I think it's incredibly encouraging to get the game that they got from Jarvis Landry. In fact, it was needed. Kevin Stefanski found a game plan to get Jarvis Landry going. Jarvis Landry, if he does get going, Bryce, definitely changes the way that people view the Browns as a whole. Everybody has been thinking about the fact that, oh, Odell Beckham didn't do a lot this season. Well, here's the thing, Bryce. I think you and I would agree. They were going to figure out how to use him, right? They were going to figure out how to use him anyway. And now that he's out of the picture, you're, you're putting even more pressure to get the pass game going, get people to step up, right? They're finally doing it. The Browns look like a legit team, Bryce. After you and I were both sitting there kind of like, we're not sure, we're not sure, we're not sure. This is the type of football that can get you far. And for the Browns, I, I can I be honest, Bryce? Who can they not beat? Uh, <clears throat> so I'm going to pump the brakes on that there, Caleb. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to pump the brakes on that because here's my problem. Yes, yes, yes. They, they, they run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the crap out of the ball, right? And then you get Baker Mayfield. He'll make the throws when he needs it to, right? I don't think that this is going to hold up, though. I don't think it's going to hold up in something like the playoffs, and here's why. Because what happens when they play a team that stops the run? And you have Give nothing. me a team. And it, no, Give me a team. The Pittsburgh Steelers. The Baltimore Ravens. They've been, the they've been good against Colts. they've been they've been good against they beat the Colts. Hold on. I know they did. I know they did. But hear me out, Caleb. Christ, you, on. Hold on, hold on. Do you trust Baker Mayfield to to beat a team with his arm? Oh, they if the run to. game is not there. If the I, I guarantee they're gonna run into a team where the run game and is not there and you're gonna the need Baker Mayfield and Caleb, he's missing people in the red zone. He's missing them. He's missing wide I, open I, guys. I, I I know. I know. He's you overthrowing. Know not. He's not Price. seeing them. This is. I think this is going to come. Bryce, back I was on the caboose. I was on the caboose of the Baker train. Okay, I sat there and was like plugging the tail end of it, trying to get the thing steering. All right, before the season, you know how I feel about. It. But right now, Bryce, right now, I believe that they're still figuring out how to get the kinks going in the passing game. I really do. I, I think that there is some things to look out for, but my panic on the passing game is not there yet. I'm not oh, there it's yet. Fine. It's I fine. want to see it another week. Give me another uh-huh. week. Then call me back. Then okay. call me back. How about that? Okay. Uh-huh. Moving forward. The New Orleans Saints, Denver Broncos. Uh, you know, real quick, Bryce, I, I feel like we have to mention this for the sake of the quarterback situation, as we mentioned at the headline. And, you know, obviously, you know, you can only do so much if you're Denver. It was a pathetic situation, as we mentioned earlier. Now, for the Saints, here's a question I have for you. Here's a question I have for you. From our life, from our, like, the last three to four years, 
is this the least dominant number one seed in the NFC East that you can remember? Hmm. Because the defense is really good, but the offense is just up and down. Like Bryce, they couldn't, they didn't do anything in the pass with Hill at quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of weird, right? I mean, the Saints have kind of had a a weird year. Like Michael Thomas hasn't been wasn't healthy, um, and then he got suspended. Was wasn't healthy again. Finally, get him back. Then Drew Brees goes down. Then you, you're stuck with a quarterback that really doesn't throw the ball much. That's exactly um, even right. though even though you have a perfectly good one, uh, just waiting to go out there and just sling the ball to Michael Thomas and sling Emmanuel it. Sanders. But I mean, they're they're doing. I mean, they just put up 31 points against a decent Broncos defense. You know, like I mean, I guess you they're, can't it's be a mad. Solid defense. And no. you know, Sean Payton is. He said he's like, look, I don't care about Taysom Hill's stats. He's doing exactly what I want him to do, and. I guess that's all you want, you know. Seven million dollars a year. Yeah, I mean, it's a cheap, a cheap quarterback right now. It's cheap. Well, Jameis you know, Winston's I mean, pretty cheap. Yeah, Jameis Winston is very cheap as well. I mean, the Saints are doing it on a dime right now. It, it, it's incredible. I, I don't, yeah. I, I don't understand this team. You know, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I really don't know what the Saints are because we. I don't think we've seen a complete game from them. But I, I have a the defense is sizzling. Defense has, has been phenomenal. I mean, it definitely helped that they weren't playing a quarterback that hasn't played quarterback in a couple of years. But um, I, yeah, I mean, they're they're not they're not incredibly dominant. We saw them, we've seen them dominate one team all year, twice, and that's that's the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have their number. They've absolutely just demolished them exactly twice this exactly. year. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I you can't say the Saints aren't Super Bowl contenders, though. Right. You can't right. say that. No, I agree. I agree. So, they, uh, they're in the thick of it. It's an interesting team. Yeah, it's yep. an interesting team. They're You're nine right. and two. That's all that matters. Yep. yep. And I mean, and let me be clear. It's not to say that I don't think they're. I do think they're a really good team. Right. They're going to beat you in a lot of different ways. But the reason I brought it up is just because of what you and I have been mentioning this week. The NFC, the NFC in general, is wide open. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of teams that you can like. Um, you know, I think I'm higher on the Rams than you are, mm-hmm. right? Um, I think it would be fair to say uh, that you're higher on Green Bay than I am. Uh, I think it's farther to say there's some teams you just like more. And here's the thing. I just think that's the NFC. Yep. That's that's just what I think it is. I think it's a lot of preference. I think it's a lot about what you like. And I think that when, you know, for the Saints, they came out, they did their thing. But again, you know, they haven't been they haven't really played that cohesive game yet. And I think yep. that's the that's the thing that everybody's waiting for when evaluating New Orleans Saints. Now, the next game that I really want to talk to you about, Bryce, I do, because the injuries are are starting to get back into play, guys are starting to get active. The Niners upsetting the Rams, which not gonna lie to you, Bryce, I'm a little bit bummed about it because you know how I feel about the Rams. I, I like them. I like them. I like how they're coached. I like their offense. I think they're innovative. I like their defense. But they didn't pull it off. And I thought that they were going to at the end. They made some great plays on defense. Uh, but the Niners came up big. Debo Samuel, shout out Debo Samuel, comes back and dominates. I mean, dominates Price off the injury with no Ayuk. I mean, here's the question I have for you. So... What do you think that this win for the Niners can push them into what we think of Minnesota? 
Or do you think that this rant, this went, this loss for the Rams is bigger than what it could be for the Niners in the sense of a push for the playoffs? Where, where are you in that regard? Uh, well, first off, before I answer that question, go right ahead. Caleb Lynn and shout out Zach Griffith again, but you guys, I was not high on the Rams and this is exactly why, Caleb, I don't know what I'm getting with the Rams. You guys, oh, the Rams, the Rams are good. The Rams are back. The Rams, the Rams can make the Super Bowl. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I never said that. None and of us then said they that. Lose. None of us they said lose. that. Oh, that. They lose to a depleted San Francisco 49ers team that doesn't have their quarterback, missing several key uh, defensive pieces, aren't fully healthy at running back, even though they just got Raheem Mostert back. This is a bad loss for the Rams. This is a bad loss. They've always struggled. And, and They've always struggled. I and no, I don't think the I don't think San Francisco can slide into the playoffs. I just don't. I don't think they have. I look. I respect like the it? heck out. No, I don't like it. I I respect the heck out of Kyle Shanahan. I think he's he's done his best coaching job this year. With you know, he doesn't even know what players he's going to have each week. He has no idea. No idea. And he keeps losing players left and right. So right. to be five and six and actually be like in the hunt, like I'm mad props, mad props mad to, props. to Kyle Shanahan. They're better than the Bears. I get, I'll tell you that. Yeah. They have more of a chance of making the playoffs than the Bears. Sure. And they have the same record. Sure. But I mean, yeah, Debo Samuel, again, I you know, Jalen Ramsey, where you at, bro? Where you at? Oh my gosh, you you are you are ridiculous. Where you at, Caleb? You, you're you are ridiculous, Caleb. Where where's Jalen Ramsey at? You were ridiculous. 133 yards. I bet he wasn't talking smack, was he? I, I bet he wasn't. I bet he wasn't talking that stuff, was he? Jalen Ramsey is a top three corner in the league. Oh, that's fine. Well, he didn't. And he you are play bashing. Like uh, not to mention Jared Goff played like garbage. Not shocking. He just has those games every once in a while. I mean, this is. I mean, this every, is a game. This is another game. Every, that the Rams just shouldn't lose. Every every quarterback has a game that's just not the greatest. Oh, brother, this one is. Oh man, hey, hey. Also, Caleb, uh, somebody else making their push for defensive rookie of the year, Jordan Fuller. Another pick this week. That's he three picks in two weeks. He's very good. Fuller, seventh is. rounder. Seventh rounder. What a steal. Yeah. What a steal. I mean, yeah, it wasn't I think anybody. Yeah, I mean, now, now you can't give credit for that. Shut <laughs> up. You, 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 in general, the Rams comes out come out of this game, you know, probably not the happiest, right? Cooper Cup two for forty one. No, no they're behind. Targets. They're a game back. A game back in the division now. Seattle. Yeah. I mean, I think they're going to make the playoffs. I mean, I do. Uh, but this is a team that just. They're going to need to finish on strong. You got to beat teams like the Niners uh, to finish that off. And, yep. you know, in the playoffs, if you get a game at home, I mean, Bryce, you got to take care of that too, right? So that's going to be Absolutely. a interesting end of the season uh, for the Rams because I, I know I've liked them and I think you like them, but you just tell me to calm down on them, which is understandable. Next up is the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the score does not indicate what the game was. No, is that fair to say? Like yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Like the, the like Mahomes just went off. I mean, 
Oh my gosh. Not to mention that Tyreek Hill did whatever he wanted on man-to-man coverage. It wasn't like the Buccaneers were going to stop him. Um, I mean, Bryce, wow. Wow is all I can say about this duo. Now, I want to be clear. Like, Tyreek Hill had a good game because of man-to-man coverage. Right, he just yep. burnt guys off man-to-man coverage. Carlton, Travis Davis Kelsey got played very well. But here's the thing: everybody on the Chiefs played very pretty well. Like I'm, I, I'm sick of the notion that, oh, well, Tyree kills the best receiver in the NFL because of this. Oh, Tyree kills the second or third best wide receiver in the NFL because of this. I mean, Bryce, that's ridiculous. That's that ridiculous. Is utterly ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. This is an unpopular opinion, Kayla, but it's the truth. Go ahead. Mahomes makes Tyreek Hill better. Ooh, baby. And and I know you agree, Caleb. I know you I agree. Do. With I do. I, I I actually I actually do. I, I, this, I actually do. It's such an unpopular opinion, but I, I really do. don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. That is the truth. There are several. There are several wide receivers I would take over Tyreek Hill. Before I I would list list up. Can you Hill. list list like list like sure? Julio Seven. Jones, Devontae Adams, DK Metcalf. Yep. Uh, I mean, that's three right there. Three right uh, there. Um, I, I would you got A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. You take A.J. Yeah, Brown over? I, I take A.J. Uh, Brown. That's five. Oh, I'd take him over. I, I would take Calvin McLaurin? Ridley. You taking McLaurin over? Oh, I'd take McLaurin. Oh, you're taking Absolutely. McLaurin over. Okay. Absolutely. That's where your Ohio State uh, bias mean, comes in. My, yeah, yeah it does. There's a lot of guys you take over him, though. Is that, is, yeah. That's what we're saying. Absolutely. Mike Evans, yeah. Chris Godwin. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, on the flip side, I mean, Tampa, I mean, this is <sighs> – I don't know. I don't know, Caleb. I don't know what to think anymore. I mean, this is just This was a weird second half for them. I mean, Tom Brady weird. just Again, and uh, two more picks. They abandoned the running game again. Ronald Jones they only always do. only touched the ball 9 times. They always do. It's it's um, it's it, oh, it's ridiculous. Rob Gronkowski's your leading receiver. Yeah, you know, what? Mike Evans, Mike Evans finally comes alive in in Why the second hate- half. Uh. You know, I mean, Mike Evans had had three catches and two touchdowns, both touchdowns in the second half. Right, nine targets. I, I, but I don't. They should be so much better than seven and five. Caleb. Okay, now if you're gonna, okay, but you're 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 sitting here mad that Gronkowski's your leading option. They call Gronkowski's a good tight end, Bryce. Look, he's a good tight end, but I mean, he shouldn't be your leading receiver. He was nine Not yards. Off. God. Not when you have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans on your team. I'm okay with it, and especially Antonio with the Brown. Well, let, okay, now I want to let's get into this. Then. Like, can I get? Let, let's get. Let's talk some Antonio Brown. So sure. here's my thing with Antonio Brown. Okay, what's the problem with Antonio Brown? Because Antonio Brown was supposed to be the guy that everybody said would elevate this offense to a whole nother level. And all I've seen him do is just be the same old slot receiver that Scotty Miller was and the same old slot receiver that Tyler Johnson was. Yeah, I don't I don't know. What's admit, the what's the logic, Bryce? Well, what's I the think, logic here? Well, here? Here's here's the problem, Caleb, is I don't think Tampa Bay should have signed him because they don't need him. Unless you, Did anybody unless need him? Can I make that take? Did anybody need him? Yes. Baltimore. Who? Baltimore. No, I wouldn't have done the that. Colts. The no, Colts thank you. need him. No, thank you. Uh, the, Not for the, Colts. Uh, the, the Texans need him. No, thank you. Uh, Philadelphia needs him. Yeah, they need him. That's it. 
I'll give you Philly. I, mean, I, but the, I don't but think any of those other teams saying, needed them. This is what I'm saying. And you know what? Okay. This score should have been a whole lot worse because, one, Kansas City messed up on, on a snap and Patrick Mahomes fumbled the football. Yeah. Second of all, uh, I believe it was Miko Hardman dropped right. a wide-open ball where he would have ran 50 yards untouched. Oh, that was Mahomes. Mahomes threw that on his back. Don't blame it, it on me, Cole. All right, all right. It hit his hands, though. He had a chance to Thank catch you. it. Thank you. Okay, yes. He I had agree. a chance to catch it, right? Yes. So, I mean, that, and and Kansas City was going to score on that drive. They were they were near the red zone on that Mahomes fumble. So, I mean, this score should have been a whole lot worse than it was. This right. was a Kansas City game through and through. They established their dominance right off the bat. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. And you know what, Caleb, as of the way he's training, he's going to be the best quarterback ever. Oh, all right. Ever. All right. Let's not get, can we not go there yet? The game. You're going. Oh, I'm going there and I'm going going hard at, he's going to be the best quarterback ever to play this game. You know what? He should he should have his own Hall of Fame ceremony. He should you have his insane. own his own Hall of Fame. Nobody else should get inducted that day except Patrick Mahomes. You are that insane. is the only guy. Just make the bust. Just make you it. You are now. insane. Make the bust now. He is the best quarterback I have ever seen play football. You are insane. Period. You are insanity. Period. You are insanity, Bryce. Period. You are insanity. Oh man, he's incredible. He is just something else, man. Yeah. Right. Oh my goodness. Right. You are you are just loving Mahomes. And so I am oh, moving I on. Mahomes. Before we get to get the sack and the panic button, let's bring up some Monday night football. And oh, well, let me I, tell you. Let me tell you. Let me let me let me let me let me tell you. Let me tell you. So happy. Let me tell you. Carson Wentz won the game. We wouldn't even be talking about this game, but no, that's not true. You would have talked. We would have talked about this. That's not true. This wasn't even on the docket, folks. But no, no, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Because Fine, let's because, talk about it. Because you and I did you and I did plan it out. It'll, and we it'll look make at your it heart happy. And let's 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 look at this. Let's look at this for a second, Bryce. <laughs> what are we gonna look at, Carson Eagles. Wentz? The Philadelphia Eagles are under a lot of pressure. This is ridiculous. And the Seattle Seahawks just did their thing. DK Metcalf just did their thing. So Bryce, <laughs> here is my question to you, sir. The Philadelphia Eagles are three and seven and one. And the Seattle Seahawks, I I, I actually, you're right. And I've been saying that and I've been agreeing now with you. So my question is, how do you look at the Philadelphia Eagles? Uh, I look at them as a team that has no wide receivers. They have no offensive line. Caleb, he got sacked six times. Hey, against, you know what? against Seattle, who doesn't Let's, have a very good pass rush. Man, that's not that. Come on. Come on. Ever since, come okay, on. okay. Since since Dunlap's been there, it's been good. But it, yes, it, it was non-existent, thank and you. you know it. But Philly, Philly is still in the playoff hunt, Caleb. And you know what? I hope they make the playoffs because Carson Wentz <laughs> is going to haunt you, Caleb. He's going to haunt you. He's going to be there at the end. I'm telling you, baby. He's coming for you. You know I feel. You know I feel. And it's not because here's the thing. You know, I want to I want to be clear for a second on Wentz. He's a talented kid, but the dude is just not getting it's the not job his done. Fault. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. 
He has no offensive line. He has no receivers. I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Jeffrey is wild. Bryce, I'm sorry you continue to reward his mediocrity. This is embarrassing, Caleb. Come on. Give him some accountability. All you're doing is giving him free passes. Oh, come on. Free passes to the park. Hey, you want a free soda? Here, take the free soda. Hey, you want a free lemonade? That's all you're doing, Bryce. You're handing him free passes. Okay, you're Caleb, handing. You're Caleb. a guy that's not about free passes. That's what you're, you're right. You're, right. you're not but about you, free passes. But you know what? Okay. If he makes the playoffs, you have to come in. You have to come on here and you have to apologize to one Carson Wentz and for not believing in him that he can get his seed no playoffs. <laughs> Take the deal, Caleb. Take it. Let's do it for content. Let's do it for content. I, I, let's do it for, let's do it. Let's do it oh, because. And, and, and my request is that Zachary Griffith is on the podcast to witness. I, I, no, somebody can be on the podcast. Zach might be on it. There will be a third person on it. All I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, I am not, I have not been a Carson Wentz guy this season. This game didn't change that for me. This game didn't change that for me. Off we go to get the sack now, though, and uh, Bryce, 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 all oh, Bryce. We've done plenty of burials in the get the sack this season. Yes, very deserving burials. But very deserving. So, <laughs> more, more so than this one right here. Oh, I'm feeling it. Snap I, the pencil. I, 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 oh, I'm feeling the the the, uh, the villain inside of me as I'm doing this. I, I feel the power that I'm saying as a bad Patricia. Do you know what Matt Patricia did this week, Bryce? What, can you do you want to do you want to hear what I have to say about what Matt Patricia is getting this week? Yeah, I do. All right, Matt Patricia is getting the sack, baby. Uh, Matt Patricia is getting the sack. He is done. You can put him in. You can put him in wherever you want to put him in. He got. The sack. And here's the thing, Bryce. Here's the thing. He totally deserved it. You and I have talked about this all year. Him and the front office, they needed to change it. Players didn't like him. The organization wasn't ran well. The organization has no clarity in what they're doing. This was a total no-brainer decision, right? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. He was he was a get-the-sack candidate on multiple weeks uh, by by us, by multiple guests. Oh, uh, so yeah. this, is, Griffith, this is a Jacob long time Keith. coming. Yeah, this is a oh, long time Hawks, coming. Yeah. It is a long time. Coming. And they, and shout out, shout out DJ Deke, man. Finally, no, finally need, might get somebody here. I'm not, I'm not shouting him out. I'm not shouting him out. He can go and do whatever he does. I'm not. Detroit, Detroit is a team that's just sitting here with a lot of problems, and Patricia was one of them. Get him out. Start developing a culture, because you had it before you hired him with Jim Caldwell. Yep. And then you acted like you can just get that all the time, Bryce. And that's yeah. just not the truth. Yep. Moving forward, Bryce, I, I, I believe you have a uh, second. Yes, I do, Caleb. And I think you'll, you'll be very appreciative of this man here. Sure I will. Sean McVay get the sack. 
That's yes, so baby. no. That yes, that is baby. one of the worst takes yes, you have baby. said on Get This. Ah, uh, no, 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 no. You go in and you go lose to the other boy wonder, Mike Shanahan, or yes, or Kyle Shanahan, not Mike, his father, uh, legendary coach Mike Shanahan. Get to your you point. Lose, a good coach. You lose to them. Oh, the Ram. The Rams are good, bro. Right? You are. You are ridiculous. Really You're hating the on a talent. Are so coach. good. Oh, they're so good. Don't lose. Don't have don't Jared Goff is is not that great of a is, quarterback. Is McVay a top he five is, coach? Sure, he's a top five coach, but he deserves to get the sack this week because you cannot lose games to depleted teams. You cannot lose Caleb Lynn to Nick Mullins. You lost to Nick freaking Mullins. You're ridiculous, Bryce. How is that ridiculous? You lost to Nick Mullins and Jalen Ramsey. Where are you at? Debo Samuel. <laughs> you are ridiculous. Debo Samuel. This Where is you at, Jalen? I'm sick and this tired of getting on you about this. This is embarrassing. And you know what? The Rams are now second place in the division, and they should be. They should be because uh, Sean McVay always loves to get cute. And you have a you you sign your system quarterback. Oh, Jared Goff. Jared Goff is not good. I'll actually Jared give Goff you a logical good. answer for get the sack. I'll oh, actually give you go. a logical no, one. Yeah, that should be good. The logical one is John Gruden. Because John oh, Gruden's yeah, offense did absolutely nothing. His oh, offense did nothing against the Falcons. Too many turnovers. This is a team that just came off a high with everybody saying they can compete with everybody, and they didn't do it against the Falcons. Like, figure that out. You know, Gruden's a guy that, you know, you shouldn't have that issue with. You know, put up double digits. Make this game competitive. You, you should not have been losing this game by a big amount like this. I mean, especially with no Julio Jones and Todd Gurley for Atlanta. I mean, just just pathetic. Shout out Deion Jones. He played well. They have some good stars on defense, Bryce. Very underrated stars on defense. But as a unit in general, this is not a defense that should be giving you a bunch of fits. And that's the issue that I have with the Falcons and this season is that they don't have a unit and they apparently just came out and told Oakland, we have a unit or sorry, not Oakland. I always want to say Oakland, uh, Vegas, <laughs> that we want to have a unit, uh, but that, that, that doesn't work. And, you know, here's the thing, Bryce. I mean, we have one more segment. Co- we have, we, we have another segment coming in with the panic button and uh, Bryce, I'm going to let you take this away. Who is on your panic button this week? Yeah, I think it's got to be the Cardinals. Oh my gosh! I think it has to be. Uh, yeah, like, you are, you are riding. You're you're hating on. How long? How I mean, how long is this injury going to last for Kyler Murray? You are hate on talents. Okay, well that's okay, but that's an injury. Why are you putting okay, the yeah, panic button on but, something but like this? Because they're because they're in the playoff hunt and they're and they're in danger. Of falling out of the I'm rolling. Fight. I'm rolling my eyes at you, Bryce. That's fine. That, look, that's fine. Look, Kyler Murray's not not healthy. Guess who uh, they have to play? Guess who, who they play this week? And who, who has play? a chance to get back on track? Ooh. Sean McVay. Sean McVay and the Rams. It's, good it's not going to be – it's going to be a good game. But it's not going to be a very good game if Kyler Murray is still dealing with the shoulder uh, injury. You, no, you don't even get the comment about the fact. Wow. You don't even get the comment about the fact the Rams are good because you've been basically ramsacking them ever since you've been oh, on this podcast as a potential co-host. You you've hey, been a look, co-host. Look, 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 <laughs> look. I know how this is go. Look, I'll I'll pick a, I'll pick a team to pick an injure or to beat an injured quarterback every week. I don't care who you are. As long as Kyler Murray is hurt, Arizona will not succeed. They will not succeed. 
and they and they should be on they hey, Bryce. Be on panic mode. Hey Bryce, you know who's playing her right now? It is the Philadelphia Eagles starting quarterback. Yeah, Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. And you're yeah, telling me so, you're going to so take me he's hurt. So, so, so you have an, ex- so we have an excuse. For no, Wentz. no, there's no excuses. Bryce, your logic's always sitting there saying he gets free passes uh, all the time. He does. You're he the, does get a free pass. You don't he's get He doesn't get, he doesn't get free passes. He gets this a free pass. It's ridiculous. I'm moving on to my panic button. My panic button is the chargers because the coaching staff has to get a legitimate overhaul. It's going to have to change. I want to have up. a pride. I, I know, Bryce. I'm I'm like, giving up on the on a on a on another Lynn. I'm emotional about this. I. Oh man. I really am because I I, I wanted him to succeed, Bryce. I I wanted him to succeed. Get him an offensive coach. Lynn's a Lynn's a beautiful last name. It's a beautiful last name. People will want the last name. Yet Anthony Lynn just can't manage the clock. They can't call the right plays, and they can't manage the clock. And you're not going to get rid of your your, your players. That's for dang sure because you have a good roster. So it's coach time. It's coach time, and uh, it's on Lynn. That's on Lynn because you've had too many of these type of games this season, and you can't you can't have that moving forward. And that, that's a legitimate problem. But, Bryce, we, we do have something else we need to get to, though. Yes, and, we do. Uh, we, we do. And uh, we've done we've done our NFL talk, as we've all mentioned. This is uh, going to be fantastic. We'll continue to do this. We'll continue to do the Lynn Sandy on Wednesday with Devin Voss and Dylan Hughes as guests. But, Bryce, we have a project that we are going to announce, really, that it's going to be – it's going to be a basically – I don't even know. You call it Lynn Sandy. Call it a uh, – I don't even know what you want to call it. Call it the uh, college basketball podcast for the running hook. I don't care. Call it something like that. Right. Bryce and I are coming together to do college basketball for the running hook podcast network. We're doing a podcast on college basketball every other week. We are not doing it every week. We're doing it every other week. Bryce will be focusing on power five teams. If we get the mid-majors, we're talking about them, but we're not going to go deep into the MAC, Missouri Valley. We're not going to go deep into those type of schools. We will go deep into Power 5. We will go deep if we see teams rising in from mid-major play, right? But this is going to be a podcast really centered on every other week content. Bryce, we're looking to actually get one going as soon as possible this week. We're going to be talking teams from the Maui. We're going to be talking teams from the Jimmy V Classic. We're talking about the Champions Classic. I mean, Bryce, it's back. It's back. And college basketball was calling my name. The running hook said, we need a podcast. You know what I did? I said, give it to me. We're doing a college basketball podcast. And Bryce, here's the thing. We're going to try to make this creative. We're going to try to make it different. It's going to be the two of us. The two of us will be on. We will be discussing. But we'll spin it in a lot of ways. You will see Devin Boss be on. You will see other guests be on from outside the network. I originally have been backing off that, not because I didn't want to, uh, but just because of the direction of the show. Now, we're going to start trying to get in some other people from other places to come in, talk about some college hoops. Maybe a podcast will be spent on Indiana. Maybe a podcast gets spent on the college basketball world from a bigger scale point of view. We're going to look to get a bunch of different people on this podcast, Bryce. I cannot wait to get this going. You and I are basically, we, you know, 
again, you are my co-host on this podcast. So, I mean, I don't feel like it's welcoming anything. You're just joining my podcast for another episode, pretty much. That's all you're doing. Oh, yes, sir. Yeah, it's always it's always a pleasure to do to co-host Linsanity with you. And this yes. time we get to talk about a little bit of something different. We do. Like we get, yeah, college basketball is great. And, you know, you and I have been very you, – you, you and I have been enjoying this, enjoying this for a while. Absolutely. And college basketball is going to be something that you and I have always dove on together off the record. And you guys will get to hear these conversations on the record. We'll continue to have them off the record, but we'll have them on the record. We're going to have a lot of great talk. We're going to go at it from many different places. We're going to talk about more overview rather than specific games due to every other week. Uh, but we'll just basically give you some rundowns, some pinpoints of what to look for, what to see, what teams we're liking, uh, what players we should keep an eye on. All this kind of stuff. We are going to be here on the Linsanity Podcast giving you that content. Shout out Devin Voss, Ryan Gregory for the College Football Podcast. We have Bryce Shaddy, J.D. Hall, Zach Griffith on the battleground. I believe you, you got to be putting one out soon, right? I mean, sure. uh, Yeah, yeah. We're looking to record one this uh, this week. Good. Um, Good. Uh, Good. Some schedules didn't match. When up, am I but, getting uh, on? When am I getting on the battleground? You guys aren't calling me in again for the battleground. You guys are being ridiculous with. We'll it. get you on here soon. We got a. Uh, we got uh, one of JD's uh, good friends. Uh, he ah, must come okay. and talk us uh, some Oklahoma City basketball. So uh, we're gonna have uh, some uh, spirited Westbrook debates, some yeah. spirited uh, Paul George debates, uh, some Stephen Adams debates. So um, it should be a good time. Well, too bad none of those players that you mentioned are actually on the team. So you're looking yeah. at a very different team for next season. But if you want to check that out, you know, talk some some battleground, by all means, go ahead and do that. We have plenty of content from the cinema. Zach Griffith, Brett Sexton. In fact, rumor has it, I, I am joining the podcast, Bryce, in a couple oh, weeks. Brother. One to ten shocker. I think it's a legitimate shocker. Oh, boy. I'm talking movies. And I'm gonna have a good time doing it. I'm taking. I've been taken out of my. I've been taken out of my sports detention. So that's gonna be fun. That's gonna be coming up soon. And they have plenty of other podcasts coming with just Brett and Zach. We also have plenty of content from the Running Hook and Basketball's Power Hour with Alex Burr and Dylan Hughes. I've been on many through the last couple weeks. So check that out from NBA draft, from uh, just in general, we're talking off season, all this kind of stuff. Dylan Hughes, who I will have on this week for the Lynn Sandy will be on this particular power hour. Alex Burr kicking the game as usual. JD Hall facts and stats. Check out what this podcast network is doing. It's pursuing greatness. We're pursuing many great pods, Bryce. And once again, thank you for being on the Lynn Sandy podcast.